This is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. Grab your favorite drink and join your two girls, Mercy and Priya, to learn about what's streaming and if it's worth the binge or not. Stay tuned and find out how many martinis we give it. What's up, everyone? This is Mercy and Priya. Welcome to episode two of season eight. We are doing a reaction episode for Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. And we are so excited to give you guys a recap. There was so much that happened in the first season of Watch Out for the Big Girls. And of course, we love Lizzo. So if you haven't watched the show already, there are tons of spoilers ahead. So either you can... uh, turn us off, which we don't want you to, but (laughs) go go to Amazon Prime and watch Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, then come back to listen to our episode to hear our recap and our review and how many martinis we're going to give it in the end. Um, So right now, do that right now. And if you haven't, okay, let's continue. (laughs) Yes, just pause us and then come right back. On Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, Lizzo searches for women to join the ranks of the big girls, her backup dancers for her upcoming tour. The show follows 13 plus size women as they compete to become Lizzo's backup dancers at the 2021 Bonnaroo Music Festival. Each of the dancers are of different sizes and backgrounds. And while the eight episode series is first and foremost a competition, Many of the show's contestants emphasized that the experience was all about empowerment. And oh my God, there was so much empowerment in this show. Like we were hyped up after we finished watching this. (laughs) It stays with you. Yes, it definitely stays with you. Crystal Williams did so well during her auditions. Lizzo crowned her an official big girl at the end of the first episode. So they're right there. There's a spoiler. So hello. (laughs) Crystal was amazing. (laughs) Um, Jasmine Morrison is one of the best dancers, but isn't so nice. And we'll we'll talk a little bit about what happened with her. And Lizzo has a commitment to building a camaraderie among the contestants, which she definitely did. So Mercy, who are the characters in the show? So Lizzo, obviously, is the main character. Everybody, hello. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) I was kind of into trance listening to Priya. So um, yes, super amazing show. I know we're supposed to tell you if we love it or hate it towards the end and how many martinis we give it. Clearly. (laughs) Not yet. yet. Right, right, right. (laughs) Right. But I'm saying clearly and obviously, you know, we're like really feeling this show and super Mm -hmm. pumped up from it and empowered from it. But Lizzo is the main character. Um, As Priya mentioned, there are 13 that start. And there is, you know, obviously, we're gonna kind of give information here. But the eight that actually make it are your main main characters and the ones you really want to follow, which are Sydney, Jayla, Asia, Jasmine, Isabel, Ariana, Ashley, and Moesha. Um, one of the other characters that was actually really, really big on the show, but gets disqualified, um, which nobody sees coming, um, but I think was well-deserved, mm-hmm. um, was Jasmine, who's just not a team player whatsoever, but mm-hmm. we'll go more into that. And of course, when you watch the show, if you haven't yet, um, you'll see what we're talking about. If you did see the show, I'm sure you were already having issues with her, like, um, by the second episode, you're like, what is she doing? Yeah. Um, she's got, yeah, that, that one girl. Well, that just- well, why don't we just dive into it since we're already in this portion of our, of our recap talking about the characters. Well, let me just tell them. Okay. Let me just tell them okay. that they can find the show 
on Amazon Prime, just in case they need to pause us for a minute and, you know, recap or something, uh-huh. um, that there's only one season out, which has eight episodes, um, that we actually watched it. I wanted to share that we actually watched it because it was highly recommended to me by my youngest daughter, Lauren, who is a Lizzo fan and thought that it was so empowering. I really had to watch it because she knows um, how Priya and I feel and, and, you know, what makes us excited. So she recommended it. Of course, I told Priya about it and Priya ended up watching it before I did. Yeah. I watched it about a month ago. <laughs> yeah. And so let me tell you, I personally hate reality shows and mm. this is classified um, as a reality show. Mm. So when I first put it on and I watched the first episode, I was ready to text you Priya and tell you, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I'm really not into this. Really? Not yet. Full disclosure. I was going to tell you, this is not my kind of show. I really can't stand these kind of shows. I, you know, I want to show that it's just, I don't know, not reality. They just don't do it for me. So in saying that, I thought, you know what? Because I hate reality TV shows, Uh I'm going to watch it. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to watch it and I'm going to see what the hype is about. And I thought I'm going to give it another, you know, another um, episode and I'm going to see how I feel. And by episode two, I couldn't stop. I binged the whole thing. That's how how deep I got into the characters, their struggles, um, their perseverance and everything that was going on through their heads. This was, I thought, and it was just amazing. And so, yeah, let's, like you were saying, Priya, it. so, you know, in a, at a personal level, I can tell you that I feel, uh, one of the things that the show speaks to the most is teamwork. Yes. Um, <laughs> And you see it, you see it in the show. They really, truly become a team. Like they really um, feel joy for each other's achievements and they hurt for each other when one is hurt. I mean, it, it, one of them is hurt and all of them are upset. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was beautiful to experience that specifically with women who are so um, driven and so competitive. So yeah. you think, you know, because you're so competitive and you're a female that this is not possible, but some way, somehow Lizzo finds the right girls to find, you know, that the right connection. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was huge for the show. And the fact that it brings out a uh, fat phobia being such a big thing. And I personally know of people that if you don't look a certain way, then, you know, they don't like, they don't like you Mm. and they judge you. And that's of course, probably because I come from Miami, which is such a plastic city, right? It's such a judgmental city. Um, However, I didn't realize that there was fat phobia. I know of a lot of phobias. I did not realize there was such a thing. I never looked at it that way. So I didn't realize that. So this was an eye opener for me, Mm. right? I know about racism. I know about colorism. um, I know about all the different things that are out there, but I didn't realize that there are people that don't like people because they're fat. Like to me, that's not even a thought, right? So I thought that was huge. You know, a lot of phobias are created because of something traumatic happening. And then it just sparks the phobia in the person. Um, 
so I wonder, I mean, this is something that's also sort of new, like I've grown, always grown up chubby, right? So I've received my, my own share of bullying and all that stuff for being overweight, but I'm wondering how much a fat phobia is conditioned from, you know, relatives, family, friends Culture. versus you having something traumatic happening to you. So, yeah. So I wonder if, if, if it's culturally, culturally driven or if it's something traumatic, like you seeing a spider and having arachnophobia, you know what I mean? Right. Um, well, to back up a little bit. So I love reality shows. Number one. Lauren <laughs> <laughs> too. She's the one that recommended it to I us. I love, and um, Jaden and uh, Wade are always making fun of me uh, because I would love watching these like bachelor, bachelorette versions of reality shows. Like there's some of them are just really hot messes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love watching. I love the drama. I, I love the, the, the makeup of it. And I was actually on a reality show in 2017 with my son, Jaden, uh, called Stovetops. And it was, produced, it was produced for um, A&E. Wendy. Yeah, no, that was Wendy, Wendy. The Wendy show was different. So this was Stovetops. Oh. And uh, Jaden was competing. He was, he was a young chef on the show. And there were three chefs. And I think we were in episode 13th or, tw or 12. And it's so funny. We're talking about Jasmine too, because Jasmine, one of the characters in uh, Watch Out for the Big Girls was pinned as the bad person or the bad girl. And I was pinned as the bad girl in my episode. <laughs> no kidding. So was that intentional or did you earn that? Well, <laughs> well, I, I mean, obviously I can be intense sometimes and I can be very, very competitive. So I was a mom, they had three moms competing with the three kids. So of course I was with Jaden and I, because I was a little bit more aggressive and competitive and sharp with my tongue, um, they, 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 the producers like pushed me to say certain things or be a certain way. Like Priya, how do you feel about that? Priya, why, tell them how you felt. Like it was a whole thing. <laughs> I love that. So, so in a way, I sympathize with Jasmine because this is a way, and it's good TV, right? You need like a sort of like uh, an, an antagonist. A hero, yeah, yeah, and a villain. A hero and a villain, right? So I was the antagonist and the and the protagonist or the competitor uh, that ended up winning because I we came in second. That ended up winning was like, they're very good to two shoes. And I, I love Robin and her son, like if Robin ever listens to this, <laughs> we became really good friends afterwards, but they were very like, they pictured them as very good natured. And then I was like the villain, like being aggressive and competitive. Um, so yeah, so Jasmine, I'm sure the producers pushed her to be a certain way just to, you know, give a little zhuzh. I wonder about yeah. that though. I don't think she, I don't think she was pushed very hard. She, I really think it's who, it, who she was because it cost her. I think yeah. if they had pushed her, then they would have been kind of stuck giving her that position anyway, because she did it for them. Otherwise she could turn around. Well, she lasted five episodes and there are eight episodes. So she lasted most of the show, which is very like, <clears throat> very like, um, like by the book for a lot of these reality shows, the villain usually lasts a long time. If you watch like the bachelor shows, the, the one bachelorette or bachelor among like the 20 people that is like a bad boy or bad girl lasts a long time up until the, uh, up until almost the end, like three or two episodes before the end. And then they're ditched. So they, uh -huh. the producers hang on to them. You know, um, I'm giving you a little background from TV world here. The producers hang yeah. on to them because they're good TV. 
because right. people just want to watch the bad girl and the bad boy. Um, so having Jasmine there, I mean, we know that everybody's there to be empowered and have fun and, you know, be, be a team and, you know, be body, body positive, but they also need a, an antagonist. They need a, a bad girl right. in the right, show right, right, just right. to keep the ratings, to help with ratings. Um, so Jasmine was, is probably a strong character. She probably, uh, you know, very, uh, strong willed could be very bossy in her personal life. Obviously we don't know her, but the producers probably pushed that, that trait and that quality from her. Like, Oh, Jasmine, what are you going to do? Or axing them, you know, in their little, um, docu interview interviews that they were doing. Oh, so what do you think about Jasmine? Instead of asking them like, Oh, what do you think about you know, Crystal or Charity or whatever. What do you think about Jasmine and what she did? You know, so they, of course, and the camera's in her face all the time. I mean, I'm sure the camera's on everybody, but then <laughs> they kind of pull the clips of who they want to. Okay, this is the one. Yes. That we're and gonna... then in editing, they just put whatever right. they need to, to make her look a certain way. Um, mm. So she's not a bad person. Is she probably just no, not at all. She's the mother of two little girls yeah. and she was really talented very mm -hmm. gifted I mean you would have thought had the attitude been different or she become so she was kind of a troublemaker and she wanted the spotlight all the time mm -hmm. and obviously that right there was you know the opposite of being a team player but had she been a team player she could have been like a number one because she really had everything that they were looking for yeah I, I kind of feel like they they portrayed her as a know-it-all like she knew exactly to what to do. Like, I think it was episode two or three where she was showing, the girls had asked her to yeah. show them the moves and she was just being really bossy and very know-it-all and, and they didn't like that. Yeah, sure. Well, one of them asked a question. She was like, ta-ta-ta-ta. Like, I know. <laughs> They're like, did you just ta-ta-ta me? Like, shut up. <laughs> I know. I would have been and like, what? <laughs> yes. And she would be little her, her teammates, like with Ariana, mm. she goes, well, you could be the little sister. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And all these so, women are there, no matter what their age was, all of them were there on, yeah. on the same playing field as yeah. the other, other dancers. Yeah. I, I want to say that the youngest one was Ariana. She was 23. Mm. I might be wrong, but I want to say yeah. she was about 23. Yeah. And I want to say that probably the oldest was Charity, who was 34. Yeah. So Ariana was sharp. Charity was sharp. They were both sharp. Yeah. Um, Charity had a really, really, really hard time with endurance. Yeah, she did. She did. Which I, is yeah. why I believe this. I want to say that at the end, she was, yeah, she was let go after the big show. Mm -hmm. So um, the whole event, the whole season leads up to them performing at Bonnaroo. Who's going to make it and who's not going to make it. And then who's going to go on tour with Lizzo moving forward. Bonnaroo, a uh, day prior to the event, as to the event coming up, there's a big uh, storm with tornadoes in Tennessee, which is devastating to the area. And so it's canceled and they're told to move on to the next show that they had on their concert series on their tour. So Charity is allowed to, she makes it all the way, but you can see halfway through the show, she's like struggling. Yeah. So it's afterward when they are, when they kind of invite a couple more of the girls to go on tour mm -hmm. that she's told that due to endurance, you know, maybe the next time, but to yeah. keep fighting. 
Yeah. And you know, that's, that's such like, um, uh, I don't know the word for this. So people assume that if you're overweight, you don't have endurance. Yeah. Lizzo, Lizzo works yeah. out every day. She was at some point she was, when she was younger, she was starving herself, trying to be skinny, you know, um, not eating properly. And she, she had uh, body issues because she was not accepted as an overweight person. And yes. she was a lot skinnier than she is now. And then, and then she realized this is not going to work. This is not healthy for me. So she is a big person, but she works out every day, <clears throat> almost every day. Yes. And she takes care of herself and she eats healthy. Of course, she has her cheat meals like everybody else, but she mm -hmm. has to perform. So she needs that endurance. And a lot of her backup dancers, many of her backup dancers are big girls. And the same thing, they need the endurance. So they have to work out frequently. So I think that's a misnomer. That misnomer is the. Word. Oh yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you because they're yeah sure you have really skinny girls that you would think are like in perfect shape and they have zero endurance. Mm -hmm. So you know it, again, it's just I want to say ignorance. Yes. Lack of a better word. Right? Yes. Um, and just assumptions that we make on people, but I wanted to tell you a little bit about what I kind of got from different characters. Okay. So there was an episode where they were going to, they were gifted doing a video. And so they broke the girls up in groups of threes and fours. Yes. And so one of the groups, right. Does the, the event, which is by the pool side. And I think it was Jasmine who kind of took leadership, although it wasn't given to her. Ariana was the one that had the whole idea first to make it like a club. And then Jasmine said, no, let's make it a girl's trip. And they do this whole thing where they're all dressed up and, and it's like a girl's trip. And they got to the resort that they're going to and they're by the pool. And it's a flop. Like, mm -hmm. it's not what Lizzo was looking for. And you could tell that Ariana knew that and was kind of upset by it. But she let it go because she was a team player. Yeah. She's like, you know, well, we all we all failed then. But it was Jasmine that had taken that that original one. Um, and so in that same one, uh, Charity is teamed up with one more girl. I can't remember who it was and Jayla. So there's three of them. It's yeah. Jayla, Charity, and I can't remember which one of the girls. It might've been Moesha. I'm not really uh -huh. sure which one of the third well, girl. Yeah, they, they did the Barbie doll. So they oh, chose, yeah. right. They chose to do because they had the glam closet to work with. They had to work on something they had to do with the closet and their bathroom. Like they had the mm -hmm. tub with the bubbles and all that. Yeah. And they decided. But it, was to Moesha. it was Moesha. It was Moesha. Moesha, right? Moesha was in the tub. Moesha was in the, in the tub. Yeah. Which she had one take. And in one take, she was insane. She, she was awesome. Yeah. So they come up with a doll that represents them, right? Because as we always say, representation is so important. And so they want a doll that looks like them because growing up, they never had a doll that was trans. They never had a doll that was dark mm -hmm. or that was heavy or all these different things. And um, they won. They won that yep. whole award and all three of them got the, the juice, right? The juice yeah. award. It's <laughs> another completely different thing. So in talking about the awards that the girls get, so in case you're not going to watch the show, but you want to know a little bit about the show, Every single episode, Lizzo gives out a Blame It on the Juice award. So it's a it's a juice award and it looks exactly like a little juice box. It's all pink and probably made like a, some kind of plastic vinyl. 
and it looks like a little juice box with a straw. And that's given to whoever overcame the most during that specific task that they're giving on that episode. And then they have that 100% bitch award, Mm -hmm. which is who did the best. So the best performer um, of that, of that episode would get that one. So every single one, two awards are given, which makes it super fun and cute. And and it keeps the girls really. I think think 100% that bitch award had like something attached to it. Sometimes the girls will get a little special thing to do with Lizzie. Yeah, exactly. So in one episode, she says, okay, so if you get the 100% that bitch award, you'll get to be on a video with me. Or if you get it, you're going to be on a solo with me. Or if you get like, yeah, every single one had some perk attached to it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So again, going back to all the different um, characters. So with um, Jasmine, we spoke about that was like a big thumbs down. (laughs) But we spoke about Charity and Charity being 34 and being the darkest girl there. Yeah. um, Struggled a lot with colorism, which a lot of them did. But she was the one that struggled with it the most. Mm -hmm. And we go back to something you were talking about, Priya, which was um, how this fat phobia comes about. And every single girl, every single one of the 13 that was that was in the show spoke about being bullied at one point or another in their lives. They were bullied and bully because of the weight doesn't necessarily have to come from school or from friends. A lot of times it could even come from from your parents. Oh, true. The bullying on the weight really can come from home and from people that you look up to. Or that, that you don't realize how much power they have over you. It could be a mom, a dad, um, siblings. So it, it could come from your core that you're getting bullied over somebody in one of your family members, maybe carrying that fat phobia from something maybe they experienced or they overheard or they yeah. lived right at mm-hmm. one point in their life. Um, and that brings me to the other character that we had they're not characters, the girls, but um, to the other girl, which was Isabel. Mm. So Isabel had a Korean, has a Korean mom and an American dad. And when she talks about her parents and they even show her parents picture, you can see that dad is a big guy and he's like perfectly fine with whoever Isabel is. Mm-hmm. But the mom who's very petite and skinny um, is very traditional in her culture and being heavy is not an option mm, it's, in the culture it's just, yeah yes it's just sloppy and ugly and so that was very hurtful and had a lot to do with who um sydney becomes and mm-hmm. sydney is the one girl that i'm sorry i'm talking isabel. about isabel. Isabel. isabel isabel so isabel has to deal with this cultural image and in, apparently from what she spoke about in her long-term dreams, she wants to go there and become a, an educator. Mm-hmm. So she struggles with the pictures being when they do the nude photos. Yes. Yes. She, she struggles because what, what's on the internet stays on the internet. So she right. didn't want her body to be shown her new, nude photos yes. to be shown. And I believe she just, she wore the nude underwear. Correct. Like Ariana instead. did. Yes. Instead. Yes. Ariana felt the same way. And Ariana was, is very young she's 23 and she just didn't feel comfortable um which 
was a beautiful thing that she was spoken to to empower her to do what she felt was best for her. Yeah. And so I'm what, glad the producers didn't like, you know, bully them into, into right, being naked. Right. They listened you know. to themselves. Right. Yeah. Which was beautiful. Um, and then the character Sydney uh, expresses and talks about all the eating disorders that she grew up. <clears throat> excuse me. She talks about all the eating disorders that she grew up with before she decided to accept herself. Mm-hmm. Um, of course we spoke about Jayla being the transgender, I think, and I feel that she's one of the ones that had the hardest struggle in the show. Yeah. Cause she, she, uh, on top of injuring herself, I think she had an endurance issue Yes, and, um, and sometimes she had a hard time keeping up with the moves. I mean, yes. Lizzo loved her from the beginning because she was able to flip and do somersaults and all these crazy moves. And, and Lizzo saw from split. the beginning, like, I'm going to put Jayla right in the front to do these moves as the girls are dancing. So that's what she saw in the beginning. And she was just waiting for Jayla to make it pop during the competition and start doing those moves. But Jayla couldn't keep up with the regular um choreographed moves that they had for the yeah. dances um but uh, you know i she was my favorite character out of all the characters she was my favorite character because first of all i love that lizzo placed a trans woman on the show and i love that the same episode where they were posing nude i was concerned i was thinking about jayla the whole time i was watching that episode uh, yeah. like what is you she going to do what yeah. is she going to do because she has male genitalia. Like, what is Correct. she gonna do? Um, but the way they posed her was just, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I think she was like, she held the sheet in front of her boobs and the- Yeah, the, with her like, back you know, against like a column and she yes. was looking up. Yes, yeah. And I thought and that was empowering. So classy and beautiful. Mm-hmm. I thought that was probably one of the best photos that they had um, on it. and. Yeah. yeah. So she was my favorite character. And I'm so glad that she was one of the winners at the end. Yeah, me too. I, I every episode I thought that's it. She's out. And so she so was your favorite character. She was wasn't my, character? I loved her, but she wasn't my favorite. I think my favorite had to be charity. I mm-hmm. loved um, who charity was. I loved the way she spoke. There was something about the way she spoke that was warm to me. Yeah. Um, I like them all. I think you kind of fall in love with every single one, right? And and everything they become. And then of course everybody probably hates Jasmine if they don't. <laughs> or at least um, with her. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I I I love them all. I thought they were all great. I was really, really, really happy um that Jayla makes it. Um, and I, the minute that Jayla got on the actual show on the last episode that she's at the show and mm-hmm. she flips and she does everything and she brings it and she just lands on a full split and she flips her hair back and she looks at the crowd. Lizzo's <laughs> like lit up. Like I knew it. That's why I wanted. <laughs> I mean, that's what I wanted from she her. Performs. And if you go on her Instagram, you'll see she's performing oh, in Miami. <laughs> No kidding. Oh, I, yeah, I think it's Miami. She's performing. Cause if you go on South beach, a lot of trans women that are performing or oh. uh, transvestites that are performing on, on South beach. Oh, okay. So I have to follow them. So there's yes. that. Yes. Um, so yeah. So loved her. And um, I didn't think she was going to make it even after that, 
because she was kind of struggling, I was hesitant on whether she would make it or not. Mm. And apparently so was she, because I don't know if you remember the last minutes of the last, last episode when they're all gathered behind the stage and Lizzo's giving them the ones that are going to stay like a a permanent pass and the ones that are going to go on tour with her. Yeah. Um, And then she calls Jayla and she tells Jayla, I'm so sorry. I know you work. And Jayla was crying so hard. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, I knew it. Poor thing. And then she goes, so you're going to have to see like my fat ass, like for whatever period of time, because you're going to be with me. And she's like, what? So I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. Kind of cruel, but yeah, of course, TV, TV world. Yeah. So who was your, who was the one um, dancer that you wanted to stay that got eliminated? Um, probably charity. Mm, yeah, I think, yeah, I, it just, it killed me that she really didn't have to endurance, but she was great. Her, her facial expressions were great. Every time she did solos, she was wonderful. Um, so I thought she'd be great. She just, she wasn't ready. I, I agree a hundred percent with all of the choices that they made. Yeah. Um, and I loved the business part of it, how, how Lizzo was able to stay professional and be a badass businesswoman mm-hmm. while still caring for the women because yes. she had a task and yes. she had to make sure that she was perfectly represented. And that didn't mean that she didn't care for the girls. Yeah, she didn't hurt her. herself at all for the show. Right. Yeah. It did hurt her to get rid of some girls because she was, you know, emotionally attached to the girls and she had actually created a relationship with them, but she still did what she needed to do to make the, you know, her business successful, which I admired. Yeah. So I was totally, totally, totally pumped up with the show. Um, you know, one of the things that we find out that I was not aware of was that they, the one common thing that all of them struggled with was the natural hair insecurity. Mm. So that's where they have a lot of the wigs that come in and all of the the different looks with the hair. Um, and there was one of the girls that during the photo shoot had to have her natural hair. I can't remember hair? who it was. She has short hair. Was it Sydney? Beautiful hair. I think it might have been Sydney. I can't, I don't remember who it was, but I know her hair was beautiful. She looked gorgeous in the photo shoot. I, the picture came out beautiful. Yeah. And that was her biggest struggle. She hated her hair. And then when she saw the picture, she went, oh, wow, it's not that bad. Mm, yeah. Um, and I think that's, conditioned into you as a little girl because I remember in in the preschool when I had the daycare I had little one and two-year-olds that were already you know they were braiding their hair and they were doing all these things so that their hair wouldn't be naturally curled mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have their natural hair so it's already kind of put into your DNA as you're yeah, growing part of as a little girl yeah well yeah, I, like no that's up, ugly fix it yeah growing up as a young as a black woman is, is hard because from day mm-hmm. one you're taught to think that you're not you're not enough 100 percent enough and yeah. so you have to change and fix everything that you are from your skin color your hair your makeup is not i mean just only recently in modern history have we created makeup for for brown women and black yes. women you know yes. that fit our, our skin tone so it's 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 hard it's hard you know and yeah. but thank god there are black women creating wigs for other black women that look good, you know, and that they feel comfortable in and comfortable in their body. And there are people out there 
representing for natural hair too, showing that yes. it's possible. We're evolving and now there are products that can enhance <laughs> your hair. Yeah. Because hey, there's a lot of white girls with real ugly hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. So I think, you know, I think the show brought up a lot of things that maybe other girls didn't realize mm-hmm. that these girls were going through or that there are black girls that didn't realize other black girls felt the same way or had the same insecurities or that even white girls, it doesn't matter. The color didn't matter. had the same insecurities, whether it was about the weight or about being bullied about their sex, about so many different things. So overall, I think the show brought so much more um, than empowerment. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do want to point out the 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 one dancer I really wanted to say was Isabel, because there's not enough Asian representation in these shows. <clears throat> I kind of feel like I mean we we're evolving, right? These shows are showing more more diverse casts. Obviously, Lizzo wanted to represent for big girls and black women, um, so there are more. It was her cast was more diverse, but I wish these shows would have more Asian women. Um, and I felt for Isabel I, I, when she was talking about her family, <clears throat> expecting her to be a certain way when she was on TV or expecting her to be skinny and to be more healthy looking because of cultural views. I felt for her and I wish there was more representation like her out there to break, to break the mold. Because, I agree. you know, Korea and China and Japan they have their own culture, but there is Western culture has a lot of influence in what they do. Um, so if we can break the mold here, and this sounds so arrogant to say it. Right. <laughs> well, it's gotta be somewhere, here. right? Yeah, if we could break the mold here and the way Asian women are represented, then I think that it will trickle into their culture as well. And young kids will push the norm yeah. um, to make a difference. And she is doing that obviously by being on the show and pushing the norm and pushing the boundaries. Right. So I wish, I wish she had stayed to the very end and she had an opportunity to perform. Uh, but her, her, her deal was endurance as well. It was endurance she and she was having a really hard time following, mm-hmm. following direction. So yeah. whenever they were, everybody had to go to the right. She was, she had a hard time with following. And you know, the whole time I'm like, oh, that's me. If someone told me left, I'd be like, right. Huh? <laughs> like, oh, I, like, yeah. When I was watching them that they had to memorize everything. I'm like, I don't even remember what you just did. I have zero coordination. So on a freestyle dance and just feel the music, that would be me, but I would yeah. be like all over the place and yeah. I have no structure with dancing. And they, yeah, it was, exactly. it's challenging. You have to be really uh a committed dancer and they were amazing so yep yep. how many martinis do you give it girl i give it five martinis are we going up to five or is it four i give it five martinis five is the most yeah i'm getting the best of the best of the best i'm getting drunk tonight five martinis (laughs) i you know a hundred percent i'm with you if yes. I give them the most of the max of the most. I think they nailed it in every single category. I think their goal was to bring all these topics and then some. Mm. And I felt every single one of them to the point that yesterday when I was at the gym, I had a playlist that had like um, the people that I would typically get super motivated by. Right. So I had like Pink, who I love, 
or Ariana Grande with like all this J-Lo kind of music, like it was just pumped up. And I was like, I'm not feeling it. About and I put Lizzo and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I took off. I like inclined on that. And I would just went to town. <laughs> I was like, yes, I, I mean, she did it for me. She yes. really did it for me. I yeah. loved it. So 100% five martinis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a must watch show. Whether you're into reality shows or not, I'm telling you, you'll get a lot out of the show. You absolutely will. And I love Lizzo. I love everything that she's represented and done. And she came out with her new line, Yiddy, and I am dying. I, know. I keep on telling myself I need to tell Wade, like, if you're ever going to buy me a present, get me some Yiddy because I want some Yiddy. <laughs> Yeah, like I love her so cute. And there was a plug for it somewhere in there. Yeah, she wore like a like the black set. It was like the biker shorts and a little top. Mm -hmm. And she looked adorable in it. It was really, really cute. And Ariana said she goes, so where did she buy that? Like, I have to have that wherever she bought it. I'm like, yeah, right. That was a plug. (laughs) You know, her little line is everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. So yeah, yeah, super oh. exciting stuff. So yep, she did it for me. She definitely motivated me. Um, if you're not familiar with Lizzo and you want to live it on a rock somewhere, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me talk to you about rocks. I had a friend of mine. We went out to drinks ugh, no more than two weekends ago, and we were heading out. And I don't know what the heck, Billy. We talked about something, and Billy said, "Oh." Um, well, I think she's going to the Lizzo concert. And he was talking about Lauren who bought tickets for her birthday to go Ooh. see Lizzo. Yeah. She loves Lizzo, which I've seen Lizzo in concert, by the way. You have? Oh, hell yeah. I have. What? Do you have pictures? Oh, yeah. When she just started. Do you have pictures? Uh, probably. We can uh, share them on the gram. Let's share them on the gram if you have them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I went to see her and she was incredible. And we were right there, right in front of her. Cause it was like a, a really small venue in Miami beach oh, when wow. she had just started and she was key with Lauren on, on self-love and, and acceptance. Yeah. So Lauren loved her. Lauren would blast her music in her room and everybody was walking around the house, covering their ears. Like, <laughs> what is she listening to? And as time went by, everybody's like, Ooh, I like what she's listening to. And they're like snapping and moving to whatever <laughs> Lauren was listening to. So she told me, she goes, mom, Lizzo, the one I love that I, I told you about her music and, and all these things. She sent me in concert. Do you want to go? I'm like, I'm not for any concert. Yeah. And I was instantly in love with Lizzo. So mm. I, I've seen her. I've seen her perform and she's all that and a bag of chips, like they say. Yeah. But going back to my story, I, I was going out for some drinks with a friend, uh, a couple friends of ours. And for whatever reason, Billy mentioned Lizzo. And she said, Who? And Billy said, Lizzo. What? And she goes, I don't know, Lizzo. The audacity. And Billy and Billy told her, What do you live under a rock? She goes, Like us. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens to you for listening to all that country music there's a world oh, beyond, probably, that. Yeah. beyond that so yeah so she's missed out on this this is so mainstream like how could you not know how could you not have seen her somewhere you're right well yeah. she, she didn't know but so if you don't know lizzo and you're listening to us because it's about lizzo and you want to learn more about her definitely listen to her top songs mm-hmm. you will in her lyrics and in her music, you will understand exactly who she is and what she stands for. Um, and she will motivate anybody. Yes. Any sex, any age. I mean, she will just motivate you if you give her the time 
to listen to those lyrics and feel that music, mm -hmm. she's a powerhouse. And you know, I love that song, Juice. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> all her songs are amazing. Yeah, all they are. I was all listening to them yesterday and it was like, one was excellent right after the other one was excellent. And then the other one, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I, I got off the treadmill because I had things to do and I had to yeah. get back and I had to go to the grocery store and whatever, but I could have stayed there just listening to her the whole time. Nice, nice. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna look through my pictures to see if I can yes, share um, them. The pictures from the concert, but yeah, we were right there, right in front of her. It's pretty amazing. That'd be so fun. Uh, okay, well, thank you everyone for listening. We give Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls five martinis and we could not be more excited about what she's doing for women everywhere so make sure you check out that show like share follow subscribe all that good stuff for i'm speaking with mercy and priya thanks for listening everybody and make sure you tune in for next week for next yep. week's review because we got more Absolutely. good stuff coming yeah all right guys so enjoy lizzo have a great one and get some lizzo time today bye bye